Inflation is at a 40-year high. We're entering a recession. Gas prices here in Washington state are over $5 a gallon again. And evil leftist Democrats like Senator Patty Murray are bent on killing unborn human babies in the womb. It's all she wants to talk about along with a lot of her Democrat friends. Their obsession with abortion should be an eye-opener for every single one of us to ask the question, why? Why are these people so bent on killing babies? Hi, I'm Julie Barrett, and you're listening to the Women's Planning Podcast. I'm also the founder of Conservative Ladies of Washington. We are an organization of like-minded ladies and gentlemen here in the state of Washington. We are working hard to advance the conservative movement in a very deep blue state by electing conservative candidates, by educating and empowering Washington state citizens to stand up, speak up, and take real action that will create change here in this radical left state. It is proving to be quite the challenge, but we will not back down. We are here for it, and we would love for you to join us and to get involved and help us in this fight. We need all hands on deck. You can learn more about what we're doing and how you can join us by visiting our website, Conservative Ladies of wa.com that's conservative ladies of wa.com and for those of you who aren't in the state of washington i've got very exciting news we will be launching conservative ladies of america very soon here in the next few weeks and i'm super excited for that so if you're in another state don't worry you're going to get to join the fun very soon so stay tuned for more details I don't even follow Senator Patty Murray on Twitter, yet every day she shows up in my Twitter feed and she is constantly tweeting about abortion and constantly tweeting about being pro-choice and how we need to protect women's rights. Well, do you guys remember five minutes ago when Patty and her leftist friends couldn't even define what a woman was because they're not biologists? Well, now they're all about protecting women's rights and they're pro-choice. But if you also remember five minutes ago when Patty Murray was 100% behind the mandates for people to get injected with the COVID mRNA injection in order to keep their jobs. She didn't think people should have the choice to make their own medical decisions. And if they weren't going to do what she and the government thought that they should do, then they should lose their jobs, lose their livelihoods and their families don't really need food anyway. So it's interesting that she uses the words pro-choice and I want conservatives to be really careful and really aware of this messaging. We're no longer in a pro-life, pro-choice debate. We are pro-life and we are pro-abortion. Pro-choice doesn't exist anymore. And these people who are talking about abortion and pro-choice as it pertains to abortion, they are not pro-choice. They are pro-abortion. They are only about protecting a woman's right to murder her baby while it lives in her womb. They want to kill an unborn human child, and they will do whatever it takes to protect their ability to kill these babies. It should be a, a huge red flag when you see a candidate like Patty Murray, who is constantly 
posting on social media, her campaign. So obviously it's not her personally, but her campaign staff is posting on social media constantly about abortion. You can go through her Twitter feed and I'm going to go through it uh, right now. Two hours ago, she tweeted five weeks until we elect a pro-choice Senate majority. Prior to that, her tweet before that was Washington state needs elected officials who are pro-choice, pro-democracy, pro-working people. So many things wrong with that tweet. Patty is not pro-choice. She's pro-vax mandate, uh, pro-democracy. We are a republic, pro-working people, yet she wanted those working people to have to get the jab in order to keep their jobs. Uh, okay, moving along, her tweet before that was about the Inflation Reduction Act, which had like a bunch of climate change garbage in it. Her tweet before that was 52 senators. That's the pro-choice Senate majority we need to elect this November to protect a woman's right to make her own medical decisions. I would also caution you around the language of medical decisions and reproductive health care. Please don't use their language. Call it what it is. This is murdering an unborn human child. She goes on, the tweet before that is about uh, affordable child care, which I I think the government child care, it, like it all ties hand in hand. If you look at all this, it's all like connected and woven together. You know, if, if you have um, child care that is funded by the government, then they also have a hand in what's going on in those child care centers. We want government to get the heck out of our families leave our children alone. We don't need your help. We need to have an economy that allows parents to go out and get a good job, an economy that allows fathers to take on a job that will support their families so that mom can stay home like was in the, you know, decades ago when mom would stay home and raise the children and they didn't need to have a two income family just for their family to survive. But we all know that this is part of the Democrat plan. Uh, she's got a couple tweets. She was apparently in Washington based on the pictures here, but um, you you get the idea. She constantly is tweeting about um, abortion. It is her number one issue. She doesn't care that people in Washington state can't pay their bills or fill up their gas tank or that children are having these huge mental health crises um, that are induced by a lot of this, these things that she supports. For instance, she supported our schools being shut down for as long as they were. I believe I heard my friend Lee Finna from Washington Policy Center say last night that we were 47th in the nation to reopen. Patty Murray supported that. Patty Murray is bought and paid for by the teachers unions. Patty Murray, prior to being elected to the United States Senate, was a school board member in the Shoreline School District. So she's got education is kind of where she got her start in politics. And so that's kind of near and dear to her heart. And she is a favorite of the teachers union and the donors that support the teachers union. So she had no interest in getting the kids back into school, which as we all know, even if you're not a parent, I'm sure you're very aware of the damage that this did to children, not just from a mental health standpoint, but from an academic standpoint as well. Setting these kids 
years behind, if not more, um, and irreparable damage to these children from an academic standpoint and how this is going to affect them long term. We still don't know yet. We're going to have to watch this play out and see what happens to these kids you know, a decade or two from now and how they're able to function and what they're able to actually accomplish because we interrupted their development um, physically, emotionally, socially, and academically. We don't know what that's going to look like, but I guarantee you it is people like Patty Murray who did not have the best interests of our children at heart when she supported these policies and these ideas to keep schools closed for as long as she did. And this whole idea of abortion and uh, shutting down the schools and indoctrinating children in the schools, it all ties in because the idea is if you can't kill the baby in the womb, ruin the kid outside of the womb, create chaos and confusion in these kids. It is very demonic. If uh, I feel that so much with what is going on, it is such an evil, dark, presence from these people and they're not even hiding it anymore. I used to think that Patty Murray was kind of a decent person back before I wasn't paying any attention. But if you're paying attention and you're looking at this, like, you know, just scrolling through her Twitter feed, which I imagine most people probably don't do that. But if you take five minutes to do it, eyes wide open, you see what an evil person she is. Um, and my friend Scott uh, Stevenson, who ran for Congress in Washington 8th District uh, in the primary, he tweeted uh, this morning, a vote for Patty Murray is a vote against our children. And I couldn't have said it any better. I mean, that is absolutely the truth. If you vote for Patty Murray, you are voting against kids. Patty Murray put out a statement last week that she um, supported $1 million to support mental health services in Yakima public schools. So if you're not from Washington, Yakima is um, in eastern Washington. And she says students across Washington state are back to school and safely in the classroom. But our work continues to get their learning back on track and support their mental health. The announcement goes on to say today, U.S. Senator Patty Murray, chair of the Senate Appropriations Subcommittee on Labor, Health and Human Services, Education and Related Agencies Subcommittee, announced nearly $1 million in funding going to Educational Service District 105 in Yakima to expand access to mental health care services for students. As a senior member of the Appropriations Committee, Senator Murray helped secure the funding in the last end-of-year funding package via the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Administration's Trauma-Informed Services in Schools grant program. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've probably heard me talk about the Washington OSPI, our state superintendent, and their mental health guidelines, their gender um, inclusive school guidelines, which is all wrapped into the mental health stuff. And basically, Washington state schools are about gender affirming care for these kids. And it even says right on their website um, to keep things confidential from parents if the children uh, haven't come out to their parents with whatever gender they've chosen to identify as. So part of this uh, mental health care in these schools is to allow this very radical left agenda about gender indoctrination, gender ideology to advance without parental consent, without parental knowledge here in Washington, like several other states, 
children who are 13 and over can make many of their own health care and mental health care decisions. So this actually puts funding into schools to make that even more possible for these kids. And really what I see happening here and, and what most people believe to be happening is really the destruction of the nuclear family and the government schools, the government trying to put a wedge between students and children and their parents. Um, so this funding goes to allow more of that kind of behavior to take place in our government schools. And so like I always say, get your kids out of the government schools, but stay in the fight. You've got to keep fighting this. Um, conservative ladies of Washington, we will be fighting this on a legislative level that's where I feel called to fight this. Um, I've been networking with a lot of our legislators over the last year and a half, and I really believe that the best impact I can have with my organization is at a legislative level where the laws are actually being made, whether it's stopping more bad laws, which here in Washington, they just put through a fire hose of bad laws here in this 2022 session, the 21 session, I'm sure on all the sessions before that, that the Democrats have been running things. And so I feel that I can help um, have an impact there. That's where I feel called to be. So that's where we will be to try to stop this. But you need to, as a citizen, especially if you're a parent, get in this fight, go to your school board meetings, be reading all the things that your school district sends home for your kids, really know what's going on and take the time to do the research. It's really important that people, citizens don't sit back and allow this to happen. We have been silent for far too long. And if we don't speak up now, we are going to lose this generation of children and it's only going to continue. This evil, it's like it's like multiplying. Um, and I think we've all seen over the last three years how quickly this agenda has accelerated and advanced with um, with the COVID stuff. We really saw the left take advantage of COVID and probably all by design. Well, kind of going back to the um, pro-abortion idea. Um, NPR put out an article yesterday that Planned Parenthood um, is going to start taking a mobile clinic um, that will do abortion on the borders of red states. With a growing number of patients in states that now prohibit abortion traveling for the procedure, Planned Parenthood says it will soon open its first mobile abortion clinic in the country in southern Illinois. I'm going to pause there for a minute because I don't believe I have heard anywhere that people are prohibited to travel about the country for any reason that they want. I don't believe I have heard, please do correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe that I have heard that we need to report to our government why we are going to another state. It, last I checked, we were free to move about the country. So this whole idea that the left is selling to people that you're prohibited from traveling to other states that will perform a bunch uh, uh, that will perform abortions is just a bunch of garbage. But you know what? So many people buy this stuff because at one point in time, I think NPR was a reputable news outlet, but no longer. They are totally in the leftist uh, camp, and it's it's pretty much garbage what comes out of there. Um, continuing with the article. Our goal is to reduce the hundreds of miles that people are having to travel now in order to access care and meet them where they are, said Yamalis Rodriguez, president of Planned Parenthood in the St. Louis region and Southwest Missouri 
said in an interview with NPR, the mobile clinic will begin offering consultations and dispensing abortion pills later this year. It will operate within Illinois, where abortion remains legal, but will be able to travel travel closer to neighborhood states' borders, reducing the distance many patients travel for the procedure. It gives us a lot of flexibility about where to be, Rodriguez said. So you're going to continue to see this kind of, um, I call it manipulation, right? Because they want people to think that uh, the government is these these awful red, you know, extreme right wing states are prohibiting people from traveling about the country for whatever reason they want. This is complete garbage, but that's the lie that they're selling. And a lot of people who don't bother to take the time to do the, their own research and dig for the truth, a lot of people will buy these lies. So it's important that we're informed so that when you're talking to your friends who are just sort of those moderate people who don't really care about politics in general, that you can inform them of the truth. And we are seeing in uh, states like Washington, I think California is doing this too, and probably Oregon, New York, they are going to pay for people who live in red states to come to their state to get an abortion. And when I say they, I mean we. We, the taxpayers, will be funding these abortions for people to come from other states into our state for a taxpayer-funded abortion. So we're paying for the travel and we're paying for the abortion. This doesn't stop until good people speak up. I did an episode maybe about a month ago that was titled, The Only Thing Necessary for Evil to Triumph is for Good Men to Do Nothing. We are seeing the triumph of evil because good men and women have done nothing. Guys, we can't keep doing that. The time is now. And there are so many ways to speak up and get involved and not do nothing. Even if your little corner is to make a post on social media that's a public post that gives people accurate information and dispels the lies of the left, that is doing something. If you've just been silent, that's a great way to step up and take action. Baby steps. It doesn't have to be you going out and protesting at Planned Parenthood or anything like that. There are lots of ways to get involved in this fight, but we cannot stay silent. And this evil agenda, you know, Patty Murray is just kind of the the symbol for me of this evil agenda. She's like the leader of the, you know, baby killing movement, um, just because she's so loud and proud about it. But make no mistake, there are a lot of people in her camp that are working just as hard to keep this, uh, to, to keep the abortion movement alive and well. And if, you know, I, I mentioned on my last episode that I went to that Love Life conference and I learned a lot about the history of Planned Parenthood and this whole uh, pro-abortion movement that is just so deeply, deeply disturbing that, um, you know, it is, it is very evil and it's been going on for a long time. And the church has, you know, in large part, the church has not done anything to stop it. And good people have not done anything to stop it. And our time is now because they're not just attacking these babies in the womb. They don't just want to kill the unborn babies. They also want to kill and destroy our children. And it's time for us to stand up and say, absolutely not. No more. So there's my rant for the day. I'm going to leave it there. I'll have links to all of the 
uh, stuff that I talked about, the articles on the Planned Parenthood mobile unit, as well as Senator Patty Murray's $1 million for mental health care in Yakima School District. Um, Please take a look at those. Please share them. Please share this episode. The best thing we can do is share the truth with other people who aren't really in the know. We just got to keep doing whatever we can to wake people up. So I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you sharing. And I look forward to chatting with you again next time. 